French fried potatoes. One Mom. potato, two potatoes, three potatoes, 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 potatoes more. Five potatoes, six potatoes, seven potatoes more. One potato, two potatoes, three potatoes more. Five potatoes, six potatoes, seven potatoes more. Potatoes. Welcome to the Potato League Podcast with your hosts, Dan and Tom. Thanks, TJ. Thank you, TJ. Welcome to episode 313. Neither one of us has watched I know. This uh, is like the the long, I, I can't say dry spell, but I've, I'm only averaging like four movies a week right now for like the past month. Fucking baseball, man. Took time out of my life. Yeah. I have, two things have happened with me. One is, uh, we were, we've been talking for a while about uh, how work stuff is going. And the thing that I have increased in the last uh, week or so has been uh, my screen time during the day because tutoring and tutoring from home and making video lessons and stuff like that. So I stare at a screen all day and I just don't want to at night. Like I for, for very long. Like yeah. uh, so I've been reading more at night and watching movies less. And the other thing is that uh, every year I start a little bit earlier with my uh, online best ball drafts. Oh yeah. <laughs> I even It's getting to be about that time. It is. This year I actually started a couple little drafts because you can even do it before the NFL draft. And you draft the rookies without even knowing where they're going to go. It's kind of fun. That's interesting, yeah. And I get the argument against it that, like, well, what if someone gets hurt? Oh, what? Yeah, but no one knows this stuff. You're all drafting at the same time. None of you know a damn thing. It's kind of more fun that way. Or not, I shouldn't say that. I kind of, I think it would be, yeah. It's, it's a different kind it, of fun. It, it's a bit more gamble. Yeah, it's a, it's a different kind of, and I was just doing, like, $3 drafts. It's not like I you were, threw yeah. down big money on it, you know. I think it was a total of, like, 12 bucks. Um. But then since post-draft, after the draft, uh, when everyone knows where all the rookies are going to be and stuff, they start the big tournaments, and then they start the little tournaments. Um, and I like, I'm going to just do tournaments this year. Um, try to win that million dollars. There you go. But anyway, I've been doing, uh, I do one entry a day, so I've been doing a lot of, that's been a lot of my evening screen time. Yeah. I'm on, I do all slow drafts, so you have eight hours to do it, which means it takes like three hours to do that. <laughs> So, yeah, that's why I haven't watched that many movies. Uh, what I did watch, I have bought some movies. There have been some, there have been some oh, good yes. sales. Um, Man Who Wasn't There. I yep. thought that would pair nicely with Man From Nowhere. Totally different movies. But uh, yeah. so I, Man Who Wasn't There was especially satisfying because I've had it on my uh, watch list all year on Movies Anywhere. And they'll send you an alert when it goes on sale somewhere. Anywhere. Oh. <laughs> That joke. So, because it was never on sale, and it was when we were doing all our Cohen movies, that's the one I didn't watch because it was, it was always yeah. twelve ninety nine. Like we talked about last week, nine nine. I'm not paying ten dollars for. Yeah. I, it's got to be seven ninety nine or less. Mm-hmm. Uh, so anyway, it finally popped up uh, on sale on Movies Anywhere, uh, four ninety nine. So I bought it on Amazon with my Rapid Rewards there dollars. So it cost me forty-seven cents. It's a fine purchase. It is. I still haven't watched it yet. Uh, Butch and Sundance uh-huh. never on sale either. It's the first time <laughs> I've ever seen it on sale. It's five bucks right now. Glenn Gary, Glenn Ross. It's seven bucks. Gladiator was seven ninety-nine. So that was an expensive purchase. That's more than I usually. Is that four K? It is. I figured it would be because the. Uh, Extended edition is available also, but it's not available in 4K. So 
don't know what the extended edition is. I honestly couldn't tell you the difference right now. It's not even really a big time. I remember the theatrical version was fine. Yeah, and it's, it's not like one of those that changes the whole movie. I'm sure. And I think it's like 12 minutes because I think the the runtime of the theatrical is 2:34. I think it was maybe 2:47 or something like that. Yeah, 46. It wasn't. It wasn't like Lord of the Rings, <laughs> uh, which I fi- finally finished. Um, first rewatch since Letterbox because it's not on my Letterbox thing of the extended uh, Fellowship, and then I started started Two Towers last night. Robin, Robin could care less, could not care less about the Lord of the Rings movies. The kids don't care. It is very weird because I and I say it to Robin all the time. It's odd to me, yeah, that these are some of the most universally beloved movies. Yep, like that. Very few people ever have negative words, other than right. There's too many endings in Part Three. That's true. That movie ends like five times. That's usually the but when that's the only complaint you hear about that twelve hours. <laughs> right. Right. <laughs> Uh, and it just, and especially since, like, I don't know, you live with someone who really likes those movies. Mm-hmm. No one, Robin says she doesn't, she's, I don't not like them, but yeah. I don't care. Yeah. Like, so, like, last night we were watching Two Towers and she just was staring at the phone the whole time. <laughs> she finds Sam really annoying, which, <laughs> Sam and Frodo are the worst part of Lord yeah. of the Rings. I mean. No, they are. They're the worst part of Lord of the Rings. And then, like, the Hobbit movies. I don't. I haven't rewatched the Hobbit. I've never seen the extended Hobbit. You've never seen Five Armies. I've still never finished the original. Yeah. The only thing I can say for the Hobbit movies is that it's another ten hours of Ian McKellen being Gandalf. Yeah. That we get to see. Yeah. Other than that... And, and look, and uh, uh, Martin Freeman was a wonderful choice. Yeah. For Bilbo. Mm-hmm. Wonderful choice. It didn't... It couldn't be... It couldn't be three movies. Uh, yeah, that, and that's the thing I remember from the first one is, especially on an extended edition, I'm like, there's too much. The dinner scene the is fucking, 40 minutes yeah, long. Yeah, the fucking, there's too much singing and dancing that mm-hmm. I don't give a fuck about. Give me the fucking Ralph Bakshi animated anytime that over this. dinner scene is 40 minutes long. And you, that dinner scene is 40 minutes long and you come out of it not knowing a fucking one of their names. Yeah. That's... That's bad. Yep. You need to know that about your movie 40 minutes in. Mm-hmm. That you just spent 40 minutes having dinner, and we still know next to nothing. And the whole point of the scene is, uh, get to know your characters. Yeah. There's and no like, other point and to it, it. And there is, other than Thorin, mm-hmm. the rest of them are just kind of all the same dude. Yeah. And then it just kind of goes from there. And goes. The, and goes. The, uh, and goes. <laughs> Smaug stuff is good. Mm-hmm. That's actually worth uh, watching the beginning of Five Armies. Yeah. Is the Smaug part. <clears throat> I don't even remember the rest of it. I don't even think I remember it from the book, to be honest. I know the... What was it? The book? <laughs> <laughs> well, the Battle of Five Armies was, I think. Yeah, it just... It just it couldn't... It, it yeah, three, three movies was too much. And I, me- and I remember that. that's why Guillermo backed out when it was still two. Yeah. And even... Even then, like the, that, that opening scene is kind of egregious uh, to waste that much time and not accomplish anything. And then at the same time, you had Bilbo going from just flat out vehemently saying, no, I'm not going on this trip, to the next morning being like, yeah, I'm going, hey, wait for me. Like, what the fuck changed? Yeah. It's been like four hours. <laughs> there, there was none of, you spent 40 minutes having dinner. 
but you can't show or explain why Bilbo, or explain why you even need Bilbo. Like, because you need a burglar. Is he a burglar? Well, no. <laughs> Does he go on adventures? Has he ever done anything like this? No. No, he has no experience whatsoever. He fucking. But he's he's our man. All right. Why? <laughs> why though? Because hobbits are a special folk. Yeah, I, I suppose they are, but. I'm not sure they're special for this sort of thing. Yep. If it was because he's small and and whatnot, we're talking about dwarves here. Yeah. They're the same height. (laughs) (laughs) I don't know. I I just don't. It doesn't make any sense. Is that the latest book? Because I've never read the book. Yeah. I've just seen the animated. They're. They're rough. I think. I think hobbits are a little smaller than dwarves, but not. But is there any reason given why? Why Bilbo? Maybe just because he's clever. And Gandalf knows he's clever, but fair enough. Yeah, have it sh- show that. Yeah, or say so. Mention something in between singing and dancing. Have him do something I clever mean, during the singing and dancing. I, I mean, watch them do the dishes, Dan. No, yes, we, we did. We didn't just watch the dinner. We watched the fucking cleanup. Yep. Yeah. yeah. And then just though the the I don't know what I think it might be. Is it the first one? Is it Evangeline Lily in the first one? Yes, but is the, I think is the barrel river thing in the first one. I, guess I you, don't. I guess you wouldn't know. I one can't remember because the only one I remember that was egregious is the fucking like, mine scenes. Oh, they felt like when they're on the, the fucking goblins. like the roller coasters. Yeah, and it's just this. They keep cracking down through the toothpick. Jesus, uh, yeah, yeah, on a mine cart, and everyone's fine. Yeah, um, might be in the second one, the barrel thing, or it might be in the. I can't remember if it's in the end of the first or the beginning of the second. I can't You've seen remember. the barrels in the river. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> it's like, are you just trying to make theme park rides? I like, know. what are you doing, I know. guys? It is ridiculous. Yeah. Um, and it looks, it's, it's what, six or seven years after the last, when did Return of the King come out? Like, 05 ish? Yeah, I and think. And then the first Hobbit was, what, maybe 2010? 10 or 11. And they look worse. They do. Like the CGI. It's because the CGI worse. is more egregious. And it's like they, there's just flat out more of it. Yeah. Uh, 2012 was the first one. Yeah. Okay, so there was seven years. Now in this seven years, also actually more than that, because Lord of the Rings: Return of the King was 2003. So there was, and yeah. it was finished in like 2001, yeah. right? Oh, I guess they would have been doing all the post. Yeah. So so all the CGI stuff. Anything effects-wise, both practical and CGI, would have been finished, cleaned up, whatever, in 2003. So then you're saying, eight to nine years later, in which time video game consoles went to from SD to HD, mm-hmm. and there was a huge leap, Yep. Hobbit looks worse yep. than the Lord of the Rings trilogy. Yes, it does. The, the main... Not an Uruk-hai. What's that? What's the white... I can't. But anyway, yeah. he looks awful, awful. He looks like a vi- like a a pretty good video game character, like placed into a real world uh, environment. How do we get on the Hobbit? I don't know. I guess just from uh, from my <laughs> Lord of the Rings thing. The other thing about the extendeds, they're not as uh, hard to get through as you originally think when you look at it. 
because the credits are 25 minutes oh, long. It, oh, yeah. Especially on the third one. So, Holy Jesus. Because I finished up. Everyone I, everyone who walked on set during these films got a credit of yeah, some sort. I, because uh, I sat down. I knew we were at the end of it. We were near the end of it, uh, the original one, because it had gotten to the point where Sam and, and Frodo have rode across and the other three are deciding to go get, get married. And I know that that's the end of the, of the the theatrical because that's the one I've seen you know numerous numerous times. But I was looking at it, I said, "Wow, it says that there's still like 40 minutes left." So I paused it and went back and watched it the next day. <laughs> and it was like there was like another five minutes or something, and then it was, or there was the 15 minutes that I was I was like, "Wow, what did they add at the end? I can't remember." That once, uh, but yeah, it got to like. Uh, Right where it normally ends, and it actually ended, and then it was twenty five minutes of credits. Uh, but yeah, I think it's even. I think it's wild on Return of the King. Mm-hmm. So, long story short, it's the reason extended, they don't do post credits on those ones. Yeah, <laughs> everyone sit around. Yeah, there's something big coming. You got a half an hour to wait, yeah. but uh, Bilbo Baggins will return. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, so when you when you look at them, if you're if you're thinking, oh my gosh, I do not want to spend four hours. It's not. It's only three and a half. <laughs> so, and you can. Yeah, you can. They all have like thirty minute, two hour mark. That's pretty good. And they're all of them. The storylines are segmented enough, yeah. and they spend enough. They that's what was kind of interesting about those the way that they're edited. It spends like big chunks of time with Frodo and Sam, and then a big chunk chunk of time with the other three. And it's not like, I mean, it gets you'll get some frenetic editing, you know, things ramp up, for, but for the most part, it's kind of segmented. Oh yeah, you can kind of watch a salmon, salmon Frodo segment, and then pause it. Yep. Because you got like a half an hour. Yeah. Come back and see the riders of Rohan and whatever they're horsing, Where, wherever they're riding, whatever they're horsing around. <laughs> that was a Lord of the Rings joke. Yeah. But that's where I'm in. Uh, I love that. That one is. Still yeah, my that was that one. I think is still my favorite. Yeah, me too. And it, the, it gets the least amount of credit usually, but it's like, man. Well, it's I think so it's, good. It's another in the. Conversation with Robin as she was staring at her phone, not caring. <laughs> that it was my favorite one, and it's uh, it's just funny that this Dark Knight series, Star Wars, original Star Wars, the yeah. second one is the best one. Mm-hmm. And a lot of people would say that Dark Knight number two. I don't. I think it's better. It's still not my favorite. That's fair. Yeah. No, because how can it be your favorite without the setting? It's got exactly. little flashback scenes. Not enough. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I have, oh, two things that I watched real quick. Uh, one was a rewatch. One was a first watch, finally, uh, because it was on sale. I watched French Connection. Mm-hmm. I'd never seen it. It checks off a lot of boxes on my to-do list this mm-hmm. year. Uh, plus, I'd already, I, I, I want to get Gene Hackman safely inside my, mm-hmm. uh, my top, what is it, 20 that they keep. That's a letterbox. Let me, let me see my whole list of yeah. actors right down to the ones yeah you know like yeah i don't know why they stop like because if you if you extend the lists like I don't, i'm on my page right now so i'll, I'll do that because like yeah actors it, it'll stop directors it'll stop but when you go to like the see more it will show you like is it 20 it's a list of like 20 something different art directors oh yeah sure there, yeah, you yeah. know it's like come on yeah Ooh, who's i see that's done 19 different movies for sound this year yeah 
Oh, well, that's why he does a lot of the he does a lot of A twenty four films and all of the Coen Brothers. Well, that that's how <laughs> I was just gonna say. I'm like, uh, how do I have a sound guy who has done nineteen films? I have a bunch of people that cross over between Coens and Wes Anderson. Yeah, and between those two, I've watched about fifteen this year. So there's some people that are uh, up there. Yeah, um, yeah. Cause I'm like, I'll, I've got some. Mary Zofres has done eleven different costumes. Yeah, all from Coen. So I watched French Connection. Uh, also, I know I'm, it's not going to be my uh, only Roy Scheider uh, movie this year, and I'll probably never watch two in a year again. So, did you watch Sorcerer? Yeah. Oh, you need to watch fucking Sorcerer. Uh, Sorcerer. That's like my favorite Roy Schneider, Scheider film. Really? Yes. What is it? Um, he has to drive a truck loaded with explosives through a jungle. It is one of the most tense movies you'll ever watch next year to finish. It's fucking great. Is it like a modern retelling of, uh, what's the, Wages of Fear? Kinda. Kinda, sorta. Yeah. Wages of Fear is on my, I think it's on Criterion. I think that's on my list this year, too. I don't know that I'll ever get to it. But, you know, Sorcerer, uh, directed by William Friedkin. Just fucking great. So it would be my second or third Friedkin, right? Yeah, because French Connection. French Connection. And what else did I watch? I thought I just watched something else again this year, too. Now let's crank out The Exorcist again. True. I thought, I thought it was my second film. Why? It was... Uh, so French Connection, like I said, it checks off a lot of boxes. I'm trying to watch more 70s movies, trying to uh, up my Gene Hackman count, and also Best Pictures. There you go. It's a good movie. I'd be surprised if it was the best movie of 1979. Oh, no. It's not. Like, it's not. If you had not told me that that one best picture, and then I watched it, and you asked me what I thought of it, I would say, yeah, it was pretty good. Do you think it was the best movie of the year? I'd be like, having not even looked at a list of 1971 movies, I'm going to say no. Unequivocally, no. Yeah. I mean... What else came out in 1971? Come on. Was, did French Connection come out in 71? Yeah. Well, I mean... Just a look. Uh, you got Willy Wonka. You've got Clockwork Orange. You've got. Uh, Jesus, not a whole lot. So maybe it was du- Duel. Um. Yeah, I mean it's it's fine. It has an odd ending. Do you remember how French Connection? I actually don't remember how it ends. It's been forever since I've seen that film. So it starts to ramp up and speeds up and speeds up and it starts to it starts to be more about the obsession of catching the bad guys like oh last picture show Harold and Maude Straw Dogs Dirty Harry yeah it is not yeah. the best films in 1970 <laughs> it is not the best film in 1970 it's not even top five but still it's a solid movie yeah yeah so spoilers for a 51 year old movie but the ending kind of starts ramping up ramping up ramping up uh, because it's like showing the obsession of Popeye Doyle, Gene Hackman's character, to catch this uh, this French drug guy who's bringing drugs into the city, and it's there. You know, uh, they've had some like going back and forth because he's NYPD and the feds are the DEA is involved too, and like there's that that whole clash and whatever. So like the movie's going and going and going. He's chasing through the right. Roy Scheider's been injured, and he's chasing the French guy through the uh, through these like warehouses and. Out pops one of the DEA guys that he's been fighting with. He fucking shoots him in the chest. Oh, yeah. Guy dies. And, like, they come in and they're like, holy shit, it's what's-his-name. He's dead. And 
and they're both like, oh well, and they run off, oh, yeah. and the movie ends. Popeye Doyle's a piece of shit. Like, <laughs> <laughs> maybe maybe they deal with that in the sequel that I've never seen. Well, I, w- I actually, I have it on my list. I know I have it on DVD somewhere, because I got it cheap, but yeah. I'm like, I've never seen the sequel. Yeah, I'm wondering, I mean, it's not other than, uh, I think Gene Hackman's the only connection <laughs> to the first one. Because it was not William Friedkin, where it's direct connection to. It's got a 3.3 on Letterboxd, which isn't bad. It's John Frankenheimer. Oh, yeah. Frankenheimer's good. He's a um, capable director. The French guy is bad. <laughs> oh, uh, so, so that's your French connection between <laughs> yeah. the one and the two. <laughs> but yeah, so the, the French drug guy is back and Gene Hackman is back. And I, that looks like that's it from the... Uh, Maybe a couple side people, but there's no Roy and no. Uh, you need your Roy. Yeah. No, I love Roy. Roy is just one of those like actors that's been in so many good things, but never really got the credit he well, deserved. Because everything, almost every time you see him, I don't even know how to explain it. It's almost like he doesn't really look like he belongs there. And then you're like, no, nah, he's fine. Uh-huh. You know what I mean? I wouldn't have picked him. I wouldn't have pegged you for being an action star or whatever. Or in or... all that jazz. Right. <laughs> right. It's like, he's never quite like, I'm not yeah. sure what you're supposed to be good at, but. Except for in Jaws. Because he's perfect. He does. He's he perfect, is perfect for that for Jaws. But she's, I mean, yeah, I'm just. Which will be my other Roy watch this year. Because uh, we're doing all Spielbergs. Yeah, looking back at his 70s. I mean, he was in Clute. French Connection. Clute. I tried to watch Clute. We talked about Clute. Yeah. The seven ups which I've heard is very good. Jaws, Marathon Man, Sorcerer, Jaws Two, all that jazz. Yeah, he had himself a hell of like the seventies. Yeah, and Blue Thunder was still one of the first rated R movies. I remember staying up late and watching. Yes, I had two problems with Clue. I didn't finish it. Maybe I'll go back and watch it. Uh, One, it was the height of the thing that I bitch about all the time is the weird sound design for seventies movies. Mm There was like a dinner party or something, and it was like obnoxious how loud the clinking and clanking of plates and silverware was. That was one. Two, Donald Sutherland is a sex symbol. <laughs> hey, Felly, you cool. can do it, man. I would, and Richard Dreyfus. I, <laughs> I would believe Elliot Gould before Donald Sutherland. Like, no way, Jane Fonda. I just, I don't believe you. <laughs> <laughs> I don't believe you, Clue. Yeah, but then he also had Julie Christie in, uh, Christ, what the hell was that horror film? I'm blanking right now. A Donald Sutherland one? Yep. Would it be a famous one? Oh, yes. Oh, yes. Would it be uh, The Hunger Games, perhaps? No. Would it be The Hunger Games? Jesus Christ. Fire? I cannot remember the title of it. Don't Look Now? Yes, thank you. Don't Look Now by Nicholas Rogue, yes. I was just guessing because it was the first one that I didn't recognize him. Yeah. Yeah, no, because that one has one of the famous, possibly unsimulated sex scenes. Oh, no. Or where they might have gotten a little bit too into it while filming. Yeah, rumored. Also uh, considered sexy in MASH. Oh, yeah. For some reason. Uh, the and that, that, that movie was just a fucking thirst trap, wasn't it? Yeah, it was. <laughs> <laughs> That's right! <laughs> <laughs> the audiences for MASH are just... Just 50-year-old women. <laughs> Pretty much. No one else. Uh, yeah, the guy's got 190 credits. Wow. And on Letterboxd, four of his top six are Hunger Games. <laughs> Which, look, the Hunger Games movies aren't bad. The first one's And, and he's good in them. And he's good in them. He's perfectly cast in them. But, like, 
man's been in a, almost 200 movies, and like the four of his top six are Hunger Games. Wow. Ad Astra is one of them. I love Ad Astra. Mm-hmm. Ad Astra is mm-hmm. Is that Pride and Prejudice up top? It Ooh, is. Jesus Christ. I've never seen that movie, so I don't know what he's in. I don't think he's in it long. I did not, but I've seen it before. I actually really like that. I keep meaning to watch that. I oh, do. I can't wait till I can't wait till it's on HBO. That's good because this that is like right up me and Robin's alley. Yeah, yeah. Terrible well, Roland Emmerich. Well, because Roland Emmerich, Emmerich is like <laughs> he makes the prestige, the prestige shit movies. Yeah, like it's B movie with a budget. I mean, a decent, but it actually looks. They usually look pretty good. They usually they're have good. They've usually got a good, stupid, good cast. Yeah, oddly. Yeah. Um, but are just crazy stupid. Yep, I agree. Uh, the other one I I was a rewatch first time in gosh, a long time. Uh, Aliens. That was awesome. Yeah, there's just no. That movie will never not be awesome. Now I watched the. Extended one, which is not that extended. It's only no, it's it's not less much. than 10 minutes, I think. Uh, difference. But, uh, and the only thing I didn't remember that I was wondering if this would maybe you'll be able to tell me how much do you see with Newt and her family going out? Would they get in the original cut? Nothing. Okay. That's so all. That's, that's all extended. Okay. I believe. That's I believe almost I all of the in, the. in the original cut, you meet Newt when she's hiding. Okay. That's so, when you first meet yes, Newt. Yeah. I nailed it. Yeah, that's all extended stuff. Because uh, when I was, I mean, again, it's been, I bet it's got to be over 20 years yeah. since I last saw But it, was, it's funny, though, how your brain can be yeah. like, because I don't remember that. Because that was a VHS one in college yep. that was part of the rotation. So uh, I probably haven't seen it since Farmington Bay, so yep. the 90s. And yeah, that, I was like, I don't, I don't know. So I know I haven't seen this in like 20-something years, but like. I don't remember any. I don't remember this. So what I will say is it it takes because that included, and that's probably why. And I now I think I understand why it was cut. Is it takes a long time before you see an alien. Yeah, you don't see it. Doesn't get going for like forty five minutes. And that and it's really unnecessary. Yeah, I get I get why they filmed it, but you you don't. Newt's just a little kid whose family was murdered by aliens. That's I, all I you was, really need. It was the right choice to leave it out because yeah. it makes that. It makes the opening, you know, it takes it from 30 to 40 minutes. And then it is cool in a rewatch. Yeah. You're like, oh, look, there's that thing. There's yep. that. That's the reason. But yeah, but it's yeah, like, it's, if, it was, I were, if I were to go rewatch it today, I'd just watch the original. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and that was one, like, once again, camera, the law that doesn't allow stuff in 4K. The reason that I have the. Oh, I'm the sure we'll see an onslaught of 4K shit come oh, December. Yeah. yeah. I'm sure yeah. we will. I wouldn't be surprised because he does a lot of work with the same studio, so it wouldn't surprise me if we got like a big ass fucking yeah, way overpriced box set of something. Yeah, like with the fucking Terminators and the True Lies and the Abyss. Yeah, yeah. But that's why I bought it because extendeds and director's cuts and stuff like that are rarely available in 4K, which is why I usually end up buying the regular edition. But I guess neither one came in 4K, so I got yeah. that. When I bought those on sale a couple months ago, before we start June uh, June twenty two, have you been watching Kenobi? No, I have not started yet. Oh, it's good. It's so weird because like so many reviews that I've seen, they hate it. Yeah, but it's like other ones. I've loved it. It's 
so weird with the Marvel and DC. I mean, with the Marvel and the the Star Wars properties, how easily divided people seem to be on these. It's like, um, dude, we would have been begging for this 25 years ago. Oh, yeah, Just fucking exactly. take it and be happy about it. Uh, I have... This is obviously a big revelation. The When you have... Uh, even if you get kind of cheesy show stuff, you know, where if you have Oscar Isaac, it elevates it. Yeah. Um, so, like, I really like Moon Knight. And Kenobi, Kenobi looks movie quality. Yeah. Like, there's, they're, they're not fucking around. There, there's no, uh, Boba Fett speeder chases in this one. It, I mean, it's not movie love, but it's, it's, yeah. Although I will say, can we get off Tatooine? I know. Fuck. I get. I get. Guys. It's tough for this particular series to get off yes, Tatooine, but but like you've got to get off this fucking planet. Yeah, there, it's funny because it's considered like an outer rim planet, and we they're always but like you know, everything takes place on this planet. The whole thing is the epicness of space and this galaxy and all this stuff, and we spend all our time in yeah. the desert. Yeah, because it's cheap to shoot there. Yeah. No, yeah. uh, Andrea and I made the choice because both that and Stranger Things came out like within a day of each other. Mm-hmm. We made the choice to start watching Stranger Things because where Kenobi's at least going to be weekly, Stranger yeah. Things is drop it all at once. Right. The chance of shit getting spoiled for Stranger Things was much higher, so yeah. I started watching that. Um, Robin and I have shown no interest in watching Stranger Things. Th- this season's, I mean, we're the thing is each episode is too fun. It's like an hour and 15 each episode. Yes. It's too much. Yeah. Um, while it's nice, like, when you're in the middle of a season and you get one of those, like, on, like, you know, whatever Game of Thrones episode was like an hour and a half, hour and 20 minutes long, you're like, ooh. Yeah, it was, it was special. Yeah. This one, <coughs> it's, it's not. <laughs> it's, it's not. It's it's like it's like they just filmed like ten hours and we're like, oh shit, we don't know how to break this up into ten episodes. Fuck it, let's make it seven. You know? Um, it's been good. It's better than season three was. Better than season two was so far. Well, that's uh, good, it's then. definitely more horror oriented. Yeah. Um, got a lot of like um, Nightmare on Elm Street vibe. It's got a lot of um, it kind of did anyway. More so Obviously. now. Um, I, I they're doing a lot of stuff with the Satanic Panic of the eighties, which is perfect. Um, now, what year is it supposed to be? Eighty six. So we have not progressed that long. Why, though? Why didn't they... That is such an odd... Because these kids are drastically different. Oh, yeah. They're not kids anymore. They're adults. Oh, yeah. Lucas looks like a full-blown fucking dude. Yes. Like a man. Yes. Like, yes. Um, and even, even like, Will, it's like, you know, they're still giving him the dorky haircut. And he's yeah. still the youngest of them amongst that group. And he's 18. Yeah. Um, and Bob, Millie probably got us 18, too, because, you know, perverts and age and stuff. Um. That's all I know. That's the only reason I know she's 18. It's like when people were celebrating online that she was 18 now. It's like, gross. <laughs> On top of that, like, what difference does that make to you? Do you think, like, now she's going yeah. to date do you think you she's gonna? Something? Do you think she's going to break up with John Bon Jovi's kid to date you? Who, by the way, looks just like his dad. He does. Yeah. So it's like, I, I don't think I, she's going to leave him that, that, to uh, date that, you, pal. That whole thing. Has... And guess what? She's successful. She's not going to release porn. <laughs> you guys were all super excited when the fucking Olsen twins uh, turned 18. The Olsen twins are billionaires. 
Yes. Yeah. Have they ever released <laughs> anything that made your wildest dreams come true? Yeah. Yeah, like, what, what do you think this birthday is doing for you? Yeah, nothing. Guy on the internet. Yeah, it's just weird. Yeah, but, like, D- Dustin, obviously, <laughs> like, no longer a kid. Um, I do like that they've got, um, Joe Keery's character and, um, Maya Hawk's character, like they yeah. work, they work at a video store together, which oh, I kind of like. Um, they kind of made her, they kind of taken her character a step back a little bit. She's now very, like, she she is gay, and that like the first two episodes are all like, oh, does this girl like me? I don't want to say I'm gay because it'll out oh, me, yeah. blah blah blah. And it's just like, her character was very badass in season three. I don't think she would have taken the step back. Well, the, it the show for me turned into. I was, like, only looking forward to the Joe Keery segments. Yeah. And then the rest of it was kind of... So, I don't know. This is going to be blasphemous for whiteies. Hmm. I don't know if Finn Wolfhard is a good actor. No, because he keeps playing Finn. I don't think he's a good... I don't. I, I think maybe there's a chance he's not a good actor. Yeah, and, it, it, literally you take his character from It and Ghostbusters and this, and they're not very different from um, they're good for what they're, I mean, I take that back in Ghostbusters, it was not needed. But, like, you know, in It, that was yeah, why his was, character He needed. was wholly unnecessary in Ghostbusters. Yeah. Um, but yeah, the stuff with, because, like, the whole thing is, like, it's been six months, uh, you know, Eleven has been living in California with Will and, um, Charlie. Not, Charlie's not his birthday, his name, Charlie's his brother, Charlie's his name. Oh, yeah, yeah, okay. With Joyce. Yeah. And things haven't been going well for any of them, and you know, Finn's character just took a trip out to go see them. Uh, you know, Eleven's been powerless, so she's getting bullied at school by a mean girl. I don't know. It's <laughs> it's that shit's annoying. That that character story is annoying, and like they have given Will nothing to do but look at them and look sad. Like I thought we were just gonna play <coughs> forever. Oh, good lord! Uh, <coughs> is this one of those things that just didn't need to go past the first season? Really? No. Now that I've, ne- I mean, unless this this season does something really, at least this season's villain villain is more than just some um unnamed, unthinking, uncaring, yeah, like a, a beast. Yeah, yeah. This yeah. one, this one is actually like a character, right? And they keep saying Paul Reiser in the credits, but he hasn't shown back up yet because they keep doing some flashbacks. Oh yeah. So apparently, there might like Eleven might have done something very horrible back in her early days. Okay. Um. I just watched you Paul mean, Reiser you, be horrible in another movie. Yeah, I know. That's why they chose him for this, I'm quite sure. It's taking a while to get there. Again, it's two episodes. It's been two and a half hours. You know, and it's like not even to the main thrust of the story yet. That's frustrating. Because mm-hmm. again, if you only have so much time in your day, like a lot of the kids at school, like, you haven't binged it yet? I'm like, no, I'm an adult. <laughs> I have shit I have to do. Uh, Kenobi's, they're all less than an hour. Episode three, I even noticed myself not looking away from the screen nice. and being like, "Well, I, I know, I, I don't, know, I don't, I, I know the toxic fanboys are all upset about the black woman, which, oh makes, yeah. which makes me fucking happy." Yeah, do you know who uh, Raul Coley is? No. He's he was the he was the medical examiner on Eye Zombie. Oh, okay. You know that guy? Yeah, he's been in, he's in a lot of those types of shows. Anyway, I shouldn't even try to do it. His Twitter response to that was really. 
but it was basically the crux of it was like, look, I know you're mad, but tough shit you lost. Yeah. This is the way it is now. Mm-hmm. You're just going to have to fucking learn to live with it. Yep. Which is perfect. Yep. Because fucking scream into the void all you want. Because it ain't going anywhere. Nope, it's not going to change. It's not changing. But, but go woke and go broke. Uh, yeah. Yeah. And the thing is, the character is fine. Like, I don't even understand. I don't. If you even yeah. wanted to have... I was like, yeah, it's the guy from Midnight Mass, too. Probably. Yeah, he was like the sheriff or yeah. something, right? Yeah, yeah. I do follow him on Twitter, so yeah. yeah. I love his responses to pretty yeah. much anything. Yeah. Because some of them will try to... Uh, some of the responses you'll see with the... You're not doing race or it's woman. Character just sucks. Like, the character's fine. The character doesn't really... As opposed to Boba Fett in the original trilogy. <laughs> yeah. Uh, who did nothing and honestly kind of sucked at it. Yeah. All you ever saw Boba Fett do was fuck up. Yeah. Mostly. Yeah. He didn't even do the catching. Yeah. He he lucked into catching Solo. Right. Otherwise, and he's then, just bumbling all over the and place. And then, yeah, and then bumbled his entire way through Jedi. And getting his ass kicked. Yeah. But, yeah. He's super cool. I mean, I'm not saying, I'm not saying this to disparage the character, but, like, the character doesn't even really stand out that much. Yeah. I mean, she does, she serves her purpose in the show. Perfectly fine. Yeah. She seems to be a fine actress. I don't get the. There's you. I don't get the the even attempts at a reasonable. Yeah. You know. Well, now that I'm thinking about it too, like the first season of like The Mandalorian, it's not like Jean Carlo Esposito had a fuck ton to do with that character, and you never heard anyone complain. This character right. sucks. Right. It's like that character barely did anything. She's basically. So I mean, she is. She's the same thing. Basically. Yeah. She's a little. Uh, She's not up to his level yet. She's very ambitious, trying to get to that mm-hmm. uh, kind of that level of trying to get in good favor with the, with the boss. Yeah, but like that—that's the odd thing. Is like the character doesn't even, aside from what she's written in there to do, it's not like she stands out. Like mm-hmm. you can't tell me that, that out of everything in this show, that's what you picked out. Yeah, that you have a problem with. Like, yeah, I mean, I don't know what else you'd pick aside from that. It's a pretty harmless show on that front, mm-hmm. like, as far as everything. It's just kind of going as it should. Fanboys um, got a fucking fanboy. I know they don't like having young Leia in it. I don't know. I, I, I don't... Yeah, when I heard that, I'm like, oh, that's interesting. Wonder how they're going to work that out. Yeah. Does that mean Jimmy Smith is in it, though? Yes. Just I'm sold. He's, it, it's a reason to get Jimmy fucking Smith in there yeah. as Bail Organa some more. I'm okay, because he's fucking awesome. Uh, if that's all they need, that's I'm I'm okay with that then. And it's not like Bale doesn't know that Leia has a brother, so I'm sure like he's still trying to fucking keep tabs and shit. Not like Kenobi wasn't his friend, right? So it's like, well, the reason that that's the reason that it comes back in is that they have past yeah. a past relationship. So yeah, it's not like he wouldn't still somehow try to keep tabs on Kenobi, you know, making yeah, sure he's okay. It's just I and. It, you know, you're going to get anything like this because obviously it takes place in between two massive trilogies. Yeah. That's the uh, other complaint I'm hearing. I was like, oh, well, this is just changing shit from the original. It's like, again, because everyone always pulls the quote, he said the exact fucking words, from a certain point of view. Yeah. He was lying about shit. Yeah. Like, he was not telling the and truth. even if you don't, even if you, I still look at Star Wars as a relic of 19. 19- 70s. Mm-hmm. It was written in the 70s. It can stay there. There's no reason. Yeah. Shit has changed about, 
How much shit has changed about Batman in the last 75 years? Yeah. How many things have changed about any, any... Yeah. Things? Fucking the Batman from this current year is not the same as the Batman from six years ago. Right. You know, shit changes in pop culture. Rewritten and moved around. Now, this is supposedly all the same continuity, which is... But just allow it to be... Because it makes it better. Yeah. It does make it better. Yeah. Uh... I'll overlook some shit as long as it makes it good. If it's, and, I, and I can still watch Star yeah. Wars and be like, oh, that's, you know, that knowing everything that's happened in the 50 years or whatever since those lines were written. Mm-hmm. And again, that's yeah, kinda... no matter what Lucas tells you, he did not have all this thought out. <laughs> yeah, he did not. No. Uh, Considering the shit in the fucking follow-up novel Splinter of the Mind's Eye, he totally contradicts shit. Mm. So, which reminds me, did you know there were Rando Calrissian novels? I did. I did not. I did. I've never. My friend Chris found a bunch on eBay, but I'm like, I did not know those existed. I knew the Han Solo, there was like a Han Solo trilogy, because they republished those in like the 90s. But I did not know there were Lando novels. I didn't think there were Lando comics. Definitely Lando comics. There's a Lando com- Maybe I didn't know that there was Lando books. Yeah, there's Lando books from like the 80s, 70s, I'm and 80s. I'm thinking graphic novels. That's funny. Uh, but, uh, long story short, Kenobi's well worth your time. In episode three, uh, I'm sure... Uh, oh, my point, was, my point was, you know, you smash it into this huge uh, thing. You smash it in between two uh, trilogies. Not to mention, because uh, I mentioned to Robin, I wonder if there will be some sort of... I wonder if they'll try to shoehorn Cassian Endor in there, because the Cassian Endor series is going yeah. to take place... Oh, nice. Yeah. Lando, what is it? Lando Galrazian and what? The Star Cave of Thon Baca. Nice. Now that I'm looking at it, I do seem to remember this from, like, the 90s. Yeah. But I never purchased it because that's a terrible fucking cover. <laughs> that did not have the, the badass, like, 70s covers or early 80s covers. Lando Calrissian and the Flame Wind of Oscon. Lando Calrissian yeah, right. and the Mind Harp of Sharon. Great fucking titles. The only correct way to write those books is to have every single one of them in full point <laughs> Another successful day, gentlemen. Yep. That wasn't a bad Lando. I just no, it wasn't. Uh, it wasn't a good one. Serviceable. Uh, <laughs> well, I mean, I have met him. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> we're pretty. We're pretty big deal. We we were pretty big deal. We attended a con. Um. So you're going to get stuff, my point. Uh, you're going to get stuff from either way that people are going to point to and go, oh, you only did that as, like, fan service. And yeah. Like, okay. Guess what? They're fans. Yeah. They, they once in a while uh, should probably be serviced. <laughs> <laughs> well, well said. Uh, yeah, so they... Episode three is that. Uh, I'm okay with that. I don't know if it's going to uh, continue like that, but it's it's. Uh, I, I you need to watch it so that we can talk about that specifically. All right, I'll, um, I will I will try to do some of that. It's so funny. It's like the week we get out of school, mm. I'm gonna have so much shit to do in that week, man. I'm like literally not gonna leave the house. I'm just gonna be watching TV for like five days in a row because that's when the um, like um, Chattanooga Film Fest is. Mm-hmm. So. And, like, a bunch of shit that I just want to watch. So, yeah. That week. I've already told Andrew. I'm like, don't plan on anything that week, please. What? Uh, 
And, and the Northman does as well. It's on there. Uh, for I, digital. Yeah, yeah. The you can. Yeah, because it, it will be on Paramount, I think. Yeah. But it also comes out on like 4K on Tuesday. Like, and uh, yeah, and the new Fantastic Beast film is on HBO now. Yeah, I'm all set. I know, but I was just like, that was out in theaters like three weeks ago. Well, it's a WB. But I still thought they had like a 90 day window. That, I don't even think that was 40. I'll still watch it for Mads. Did you. Have you watched the other ones? No. Oh, I've seen the first one. I've not seen the second one. I've not seen Are the you second one. watch the second one. No. The first, the first one I found kind of. Eh. Sorry. I've never seen any of them. I just want to watch it for Mads. The Harry Potter movies never really hit for me. Like, I think we've talked about it before. We, yeah. Robin and I watched them all couple of years ago and we enjoyed it like we spent a December I remember one December it was like a big deal on uh, uh, on HBO that they were getting all the Harry Potter mm-hmm. movies um, and we watched them over the course of the December and they're good Andrea's the same way yeah. it never really hit for her like Connor was heavily into it so, so like, I, I watched them a, a lot I don't care at all about the Fantastic Beasts oh I don't either plus like, it plus it's got fucking Eddie Redmayne who I just did, I don't you have I a, don't like uh, yeah, particular. He uh, shows up revulsion. in a film, and I'm like, eh, I don't think I need to watch this. Well, he's always oh, kind of Father uh, Stew's ready to buy too. Awesome. Yeah, you can jump right on that. That um, I was so mad that fucking Dover got that for a week instead of like fucking something else that came out. I was like, really, Father Stew, Untouchable on the last live stream. Why would Untouchable be trending right now? Four K. It just released a four K. So that's why a sucker like me was able to get the time. Yep. Wait, did I get it in 4K? Nope. <laughs> <laughs> sure didn't. Uh, it's a film I don't know if it really needs to be in 4K. Right. Those ones don't bother me. No. Although, I will say, uh, Sergio Leone movies in 4K is awesome. Yeah. Um, it looks it looks really good yeah, what just is in it? HD. Lawrence of Arabia is coming out this week in 4K, and I'm just like... That's what I haven't seen since, like, my fucking uptight film nerd days when I first started working in the gallery. But it's like, I, 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 I kind of want to watch that in 4K, because I bet that'll be fucking glorious. Okay. Northman is still twenty four ninety nine. <laughs> it won't go down to... I love it when it's rent from nineteen ninety nine or buy it for 25 Yeah. Uh, well, it's funny. Anytime you've got the, the four ninety nine movies, it's always, you want to rent this for $4? Or you want to buy this for 5 Or rent it for 4 Yeah. <laughs> I will buy it, please. Yes. Uh, yeah, so when this, when it, on Tuesday, it'll drop down to 20. Yeah. Uh, I was hoping, because, uh, there's no, there's nothing extra. I pre-ordered everything everywhere all at once, because a lot of times, stuff like this will have a lot of extras that are available as soon as you pre-order, but it's just a trailer. Yeah. But, I'm going to try to talk Robin into watching it. I think, I think she'll Oh, no, 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 she definitely wants to watch it. I just don't know if I can get her to watch it during the week. Might have to be Friday, but that's all right. So that's all right. We can watch it on June seventh if you want. June I can't. Park? I can't. Oh, before that, though, I watched uh, another A twenty four film while we were away. Uh, Men, the new Alex, oh, the Garland, Alex Garland film. Fuck, man, that film haunts me. Really? <laughs> yeah. I've I've seen. Uh, They are wrong. Okay. Um, I bet a lot of the reviews for it are like, I get it. 
Men are terrible. I get it. A lot but of- Andrea said it to me perfectly. She said, this movie touches on every worst fear I've ever had as a woman. Like most films can't. Like, I think my review was like, Alex Garland was paying attention when women were talking to him. Well, see, this is... Uh- that's interesting, because this is the type of review that, I, that I'm reading. This is from a woman. She gave it one star. Oh. Uh, Alex Garland has made three movies about women in a row, and I can't help but find it weird that his entire conception of womanhood is based on what he's doing in the comic line. Annihilation, he pivots on a scene where a character lists various traumatic histories of human beings. Blah, 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 blah. And then, of course, Jane Lost Mom. I'm not going to read this whole thing. Obviously. Yeah. I'm because I'm. That's why I'm interested because I'm seeing one star reviews in both directions, hmm. coming from both angles. No. Um. At the very least, if you appreciate movies, this is a three star film because it's fucking gorgeously shot. The score is fantastic and it's incredibly well acted. Even if you hate that's all of his movies. Even if you hate the themes of it, yeah. It's still a fucking phenomenal looking and sounding movie. Um. Watching Andrea watch it, because, like, even, like, there we saw it in um, Waterville. There was, like, an older couple sitting behind us. Yeah. And after the movie, she, they, like, everybody went to the bathroom. And she was like, and the woman was like, that movie really scared you. Yeah. I could tell because you kept jumping in front of us. <laughs> um, Mind your business, lady. <laughs> so I was like, did you, did you slap that bitch? <laughs> tell her to mind her business. Um, but it, yeah, like, the story is pretty, a woman who is coming from a bad relationship, is taking some time alone in, like, a, you know, Scottish countryside house, and the things that haunt her kind of catch up to her. Um, It's not a new story. I think it's told incredibly well, especially the way everything about her ex-husband is has unfolds. How you were, how you know what happened to him at the beginning, and then ev- you learn exactly how things happened mm-hmm. as the story progresses. There is some, there are some nightmare fucking visuals. In this. There are some things that I'm like, fuck that. I've never seen that. That's creepy. <laughs> um, Which uh, is interesting because that's, maybe that's his thing. Like uh, M. Night Shyamalan with twists is mm. like, saw some shit in Annihilation that, Never seen or heard that before. Yep. <laughs> um, Screaming bear zombie was... Yeah. There's some uncomfortable something. shit in this film. Yeah. Um, Rory Kinnear, who literally plays almost every man in the film, uh, is great. And, exceed- and he's the the ex-husband? No. No, the ex-husband is someone completely different. Oh. Um, uh, yeah, it's just... I, I found it incredibly good. This score I need to fucking own. Like, really set on vinyl now, please. Um, and again, beautifully, beautifully shot. It, it, for me, it was, it's in the top five for the year so far. I think yeah. I gave it four and a half. And depending on rewatching, it might even go up. Because it's it, it stuck with me for a few days. Annihilation is one of my favorite movies of the last decade. Yeah. Um, and Ex Machina. Uh, and Ex Machina was probably, if I went back and looked, it would probably be one of my favorites from whatever year it came out. Yeah. 2014. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, Annihilation is one of my favorites of the last year. I think you will like it. Based on what I know about your viewing test, I think you will enjoy it. Um, yeah. 
It takes a bit to get to the end, but then once it gets to the end, you're just like, oh my fucking god, stop, stop, stop. <laughs> um, but yeah, it's, and uh, what's her name? Oh, Christ. Of course, I forget the woman's character, the woman's name. The uh, actress? Yeah. Um, she's fucking phenomenal in it. I've yet to see her do anything bad. What else? Uh, she was also in, um, yeah, she was in the, uh, Maggie Gyllenhaal film with Olivia Coleman. Yeah. Uh, playing the younger Olivia Coleman. She was in, yeah, uh, there were too many father slash daughter. Um, and then, and then she was in Charlie Kaufman's latest film. Um, I'm thinking of ending things. Jesse Buckley. Jesse Buckley. Yes. She's, she's so. Again, this is one of those films where I'm like, oh, she should get an Academy Award nomination for this, but she probably won't. Yeah. The Lost Daughter. Yeah, the Lost Daughter. Daughter. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I. it was a phenomenal movie. Fucking can't wait to watch it again. Uh, I'm just looking at the, I was looking at the front page of yeah, I've watched a lot of really good movies in a row lately. Yeah. Because, yeah, I had, to, I had to watch The Lighthouse again for the other podcast. God, that movie's so fucking good. I watched it again. I watched it again. It's It's on multiple levels. Yeah, it's... And, and uh, The Witch is getting released on 4K in, in a new edition, of a new 4K edition from this company called Second Sight in July. So I'll be watching that when it comes out to release. Apparently, he was not happy with the way it got released in 4K before. So he teamed with this company to... And like, wait, what? Yeah. Sometimes. So I guess he went back and supervised this Maybe one. Maybe I will wait then. Yeah. Because, like, when I watched it the first time, I wasn't watching a 4K version. I was saying it would have been whatever was on Amazon Prime. <laughs> he was just kind of brown, gray and brown. Yeah. Together. Well, that's that's what he does. Yeah. <laughs> but. Well, no, because the Northman is glue. <laughs> that's, what, that's why he just went black and it's white just, with the lighthouse. <laughs> <laughs> Actually, if you, uh, if you see pictures of them on set, yeah. they look like fucking the Super Mario Brothers. Oh, I bet. I yeah. bet. You kind of have to do that. Because you have to pick, you have to you pick weird-ass colors in order for them to stand out right. differently right. than the black and white. <laughs> but yeah, I've seen pictures of Robert Pattinson in color, and he looks like fucking Mario. Um, oh, it's not that I have seen other Pattinson. It's that I've been picturing Pattinson since they started doing Season 7. It's, it's, uh, reminds me a lot of, because it's the same genre and style of writing as, like, uh, uh, Martian. Yeah. So it's that kind of same, uh, breezy read, uh, but it's good stuff. Um, a lot of what it means to be alive type uh, yeah, so, you know, thoughts. Are, but are there any basements? Oh, <laughs> oddly. Uh, so what's well, what I'm going to do? Well. Oh no, no, he definitely could. Yeah, he could just he could just do the things that I'm thinking about in the that are in the facility and put them on levels. Yeah, he'd have the upper crust people up here, Mickey's room, and what they call the murder hole. Awesome. <laughs> well, because everything they're on a set now. They're on. This is not giving it. They're uh, the mankind has spread out mm-hmm. around different. Uh, 
habitable planets, uh, Goldilocks zone plane type planets yeah. that are that kind of match our yeah what we need to breathe yeah to breathe and survive and drink water and stuff. So he is part of he is escaping a, a bad debt. I don't know how to explain it, but for our purposes today, um, his buddy is a pilot, and so he's part of this. Uh, when they start a new colony, they obviously they take you know biologists and. Their, whatnot and families and that's the first group to go. Well one of the things that they need are um are these people that because they can uh re-engineer your body. Mm -hmm. Like if you die they can just make a new you. It's kind of frowned upon, but they need people like that to go out and do dangerous shit. And mm -hmm. then if they die and you upload your memory every so often and that's where Mickey Seven comes from. He's the seventh version. And, like, you just wake up, and you remember the last thing that was yeah. uploaded. So they never remember their deaths. It's funny, it's that's the thing that Hickman did with the X-Men in his latest relaunch oh, yeah. of the X-Men. He made it so that the X-Men couldn't die, basically, because they, he would use the power of, like, these seven different mutants yeah. to basically, yeah, do that. Create a new you using all of your memories and all that shit. So it's like, yeah, you just woke up the next day, like, oh, should yeah. I died? Okay. And... Long story short, something happens, and he starts to learn what happens between him dying and a new him coming back, because he never remembers the deaths, mm -hmm. and also, he doesn't know the the shit that goes on with his friends and stuff like that yeah. in between, so it's, it's, a lot of it's about that, so, um, definitely need that. On yes, definitely. For those of you who don't know, yes, this is a book oh, yeah. that Bong Joon-ho is adapting for his next book. Robert Pattinson playing. Um, yeah, he could definitely do his thing. Did you watch Barking Dogs? or did you... I am still halfway through it. Yeah. Um, it's one of those where it's like, yesterday we wanted to watch two that Andrea have never, has never seen before, but she's heard us talk about on end. Um, and then I just, I was a little tired last night, so I wanted something that I figured had a little bit more pick up to it, so I started watching The Man from Nowhere last night. It takes a while to get going, though. Yes. Doesn't it? Well, it's yeah. About twenty minutes. Yeah, but uh, yeah, I'm halfway through Barking Dogs. No bite. I will finish it. It's it's fine. Like yeah. you said, it's it's not a bad movie. It's just you can see this is his prototype film. And when and plus when you know the uh, when Daniel got here today, I was watching Mother. I'll explain. We'll explain why in a minute uh, when we get to the uh, Andrew and the spoiler uh, that we're going to talk about it. Um. It's it's a it's a weird to watch that last mm -hmm. because there is a huge jump from that in quality because obviously that got him mm -hmm. other stuff. Um, there's a huge jump in quality from there, and then obviously what he's where he's at now compared to that yeah. is I mean it's striking difference, but you can see it all. You can see yeah, he's always talking about class structure. Yeah, always yeah. and. Visually, with the you know the things happening in basements, I was even starting to pick up on things on Mother just in the first you know like forty minutes in I think. Um, when the cops are at the, I don't know if you remember this, but when he's at the the movie begins with with our, with our boy uh, getting hit by a car, yep, and they chase the the rich people to the golf course and kick the mirrors off the car and go confront them. Um, so they get arrested for that, and when Mother goes to pick up Dojun from the 
police station, she has little things of rice, little bottles of rice liquor, for, and she puts it on all the cops' desks. Mm-hmm. Uh, the next morning at the murder scene, one of the cops is drinking <laughs> one of those bottles. Didn't notice that around here. Uh, and then another scene, and I might be reading into it too much, but he wouldn't have shown it's. I'm at the point where he wouldn't have shown that if he didn't want you to think something about it. When the cops are interrogating the scene that you came in on, at the beginning of the interrogation, to scare him, one of them makes him put an apple in his mouth when he kicks it yeah. and like breaks it in half. And tells him he's going to kill him and he doesn't tell the truth and all that type of stuff. You know, good cop stuff. Yeah. Uh, Mason. <laughs> and then uh, they get into the interview a little bit and the guy gets mad because he thinks he's lying. So he reaches over to the apple drawer because he's going to do it again or whatever. And he opens it up and there are, because there's three people in the room, there's four people in the room, three cops and him. And he opens up the apple drawer and there's four apples. Three of them are perfectly fine and one, one of them's rotten. <laughs> Don't know which one. I don't know, maybe I'm reading into it too much, but I went back and paused and counted. Because it's quick. That's he there opens, for a reason. He opens yeah. the drawer and it's only... It's he doesn't less, do little things like it's that. It's probably less than a second, but yeah. I thought that was good. Um, so the reason that we are... That, that, we, that I'm re-watching Mother, and I talked about it briefly before, uh, we both watched Man From Nowhere. I was re-watching Man From Nowhere. Uh, Dan watched it for the first time last night and this morning. The guy... Yeah, for, for Korean names, it's rather simple. Yes. I think I would remember. Juan Bin. So, he's the he's the man from nowhere. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, the guy, this guy, this actor, uh, he'd been in a couple things in the early 2000s. In 2004, he's in a movie called Brotherhood of War, which is like the war movie for Korea, in Korea. It's, I think it's the highest grossing war movie. It's a, like a top ten highest grossing yeah. movie of all time. It's their saving private. Yes, exactly. So then, a couple of years later, he does Mother, which is a Bong movie, which is yeah one of his three, I think, masterpiece masterpieces. Yeah. So he's in that huge movie, and then a the year after that, he's in The Man from Nowhere, which is like the top of a lot of people's favorite action, uh, Korean action movie lists. So he's in, like, the most famous Korean war movie. Oh, yeah. He's then built he's himself in, a CV, like, pretty quickly. He is the co-lead in a Bong Joon-ho movie. And then he's in, like, one of the most beloved action movies in Korean cinema, and then he fucking quits. Yep. Hasn't done a movie since. This is, a, a, I should have said the years. Uh, 2004 was Brotherhood of War, and then 09 for Mother, and 2010, Man from Nowhere. And then he just fucked off. Yep. Uh, Dan said he's doing uh, some... Uh, like yeah, he voices like a cartoon show. or something. I saw on the IMDb. Maybe he put on, like, 60 pounds. Yeah, he can't be the handsomest guy on the planet anymore. But I had forgotten how melodramatic it was at times, and how they really wanted you to cry. Oh yeah. But otherwise, that movie's fucking awesome. I, I would I would agree with you. It's um you know for people who thought that maybe Taken and uh, Man on Fire were just a, weren't quite dark enough. Yeah. You know. Yeah, he was the he was a uh, Mr. Chang Hyun on Shimjaro and the Rainbow Oasis in in two thousand seventeen. I haven't gotten to that yet. <laughs> I haven't gotten to that season of what is it called again? Shimjiro and the Rainbow Oasis. That sounds Japanese. Ooh. Is it Japanese? Maybe that's why we haven't. Well, it's actually an animated film too. Okay. Um, so he's still poorly ranked. It's only got a three point seven 
when other ones were at an 8.4 and a 6.9, because apparently this is the shitty one. So, Man From Nowhere is your typical, uh, you don't know who this guy is, he's just kind of a lowly, uh, keeps to himself pawnbroker. Mm-hmm. He lives next door to a an exotic dancer slash prostitute slash drug dealer? Yep. With, uh, like an 8 or 10 year old daughter. Because that, <laughs> it is funny, that is a Korean staple. Like, how are we going to get the audience to care here? Have you got an eight-year-old girl? Yep. Because everyone wants to protect an eight-year-old girl. Yep. Um, I mean, that's the... Is she totes the, adorb? Okay, yeah, let's go. That is, that is... And look, look, it's a trope in American movies, too. There, there are a million... I mean, uh, I, I just named it in Man on Fire. Yeah. <laughs> and, uh, uh, Logan. And there's a yeah. million grizzly old guy with... Uh, and the, the... Who befriends the cute young girl. Who yeah. then opens up, opens up that he can... He can love again. He can care about someone or something, <laughs> and he's got something to rescue and whatnot. Yep. Uh, that's what this is. Uh, she, the mother, steals some heroin, and not even a lot, like just a little bit. Well, we say not a lot, but yeah. like probably a lot. I don't know. It was like it seemed like it was like the taster package. You yeah, know, it was like two, for the buyers. It was two like thick packaged envelope type things. Yeah. Um, but anyway, uh, drug dealers don't like that. No. Um, you learn the drug dealers are also oh not tra- human traffickers yes uh, or black market organ traffickers yes um general all around terrible people that is the second I think back back organ trafficking apparently, oh no that, the midnight runners was a couple weeks apparently ago. it's bad in Korea yeah keep your fucking eyeballs to yourself guys <laughs> they will fucking snatch I, them I like where my eyeballs are at thank you so they live uh, in the same building. I wasn't clear. I'm not real. The geography is a bit is a bit yeah. muddled. I, did you get the impression that his his apartment and his pawnbroker shop are attached? Yes, and they like and live. They live like around the corner. Yeah, but anyway, she her mother is a disaster. The little girl, because uh, she's yes. also I mean she she steals heroin and stuff. So she yeah. wasn't stealing it to resell it. She's uh, using a, it a user. So the kid would hang out with our hero, uh, and it was very much the oh. He, you know, she's kind of annoying, but he yeah. he puts up with her. Because he doesn't talk to anyone else. Yeah. And then you slowly find out that he he had a wife and who was pregnant. So this this kid would be about the age that his yep. the, the time worked out that it would be about the same age as his kid, uh, except his uh, wife and soon-to-be child were uh, well, murdered uh, by a garbage truck. Yeah. That's brutal. Jesus, and it, the the because you know it, she died in a car accident. Yeah, he didn't realize. No, it was a garbage truck that plowed into like right. that car on and she purpose, was, and she was parked. So yeah, it was like just funny. Uh, it is kind of funny though that you never learn why. No, oh, like, you know he was like a secret agent type of guy. Y- yes, and but like you never that that guy never comes back, right? The guy that shoots him. No, because that guy was shot in the head. Right, yes. Yeah, because that's what I think. I'm like, because right, when right, I first right. saw him, I'm like, is that the same guy that he's been kind of sparring with? Because like, he had the jacket. Yeah, I'm like, oh no, that guy just got straight, right. got shot straight in the head. He is dead. Right, right, right. So yeah, like that's never even yeah touched upon that it ties in other than just to give backstory. The people that that ha- the people that own the club where she strips slash prostitutes slash are drug the wheels. That's, <laughs> that's the slash drug wheels. That's those are the drug dealers she stole from, which makes it even dumber. Yeah, like she stole basically from her boss. Yeah, 
while in the while working on the clock in the club. Well, I mean, she is. She's, she's dumb. Yeah, yeah, she's not. She's not smart. Uh, so they come and they they take them. They take and they're they're gonna murder mom and sell her organs. Oh yeah. Uh, that, yeah. When you see her body revealed in the trunk and she's been fucking like autopsy. Yeah. You're like oh. Uh, the kids though they explain that you can't. Uh, you can't take their organs until they reach a certain age because they're still developing because they're fucking children. Yeah. The only thing you can take is their eyeballs. Yeah. But until don't but until then, you can get them working in the drug room. Right. Yeah. So and they're also they're small, so they can sneak in and out of places. Yeah. Uh, and they, yeah. So, they use they use them to like do the they they use them to withdraw money from ATMs from right. stolen credit cards. Right. No one notices. Right. So that's what this that's where this I girl mean, has been taken. Really, their their empire is pretty diverse. It really They've is. They've got a lot of a lot of irons in the fire. Well, and you know what they do well? Uh, I'll, I'll commend them on is uh, they use the whole cow, so to speak. <laughs> yes, they you know, do. Like, okay, we can't no take, part goes to waste. We can't take your organs, but you know what you can do for us? You got tiny hands. You can do the drug packaging. Yep. Until your organs are developed. Yep. And then <laughs> and we're then taking we're taking them. Yeah. Because you're not worth that much to us. Yes. Uh, yeah. They 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 really. They don't just throw them in a hole, Dan. No. Because no. that's they're not doing any silence of the lamb shit there. No. Putting them to make, work. Making fucking money. Yeah. Uh, so you find out that our boy uh, was not just like a secret agent guy. He was he was an exterminator. He he was an assassin. So he assassins. And he is really fucking good. At yeah. It. The uh, when he cuts his fucking hair, it's over. Yeah, you know he's business. It's now. over for the bad guy. That's like yeah. a super iconic scene. For real. <laughs> Really? Is, oh yeah, the haircutting scene. Oh wow. Sure. I mean, but no. Other than that, I mean, he stands around a lot and gets to say really motherfucking cool shit. Yep. To bad guys. Yep. While looking like a badass. Yep. Does that one cool thing where he disarms a guy with a knife with a wallet? Yeah. I'm like, that was fucking. I've never seen that. And that was fucking cool. And the final fights are amazing. Yeah. Like when he shows up and just kicks their fucking asses, and you're like, oh yeah, here it comes. Yeah. 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 It was. A, it was a very, very enjoyable. It's a very easy movie to rewatch. Oh, I bet. It's a very yeah. easy movie to rewatch. Some of them are like, come on yeah. now. But it was funny because Andrew was watching this one with me. She didn't catch the first hour of it last night, yeah. but she watched it with me this morning. She's just like, Koreans have some fucked up shit. Yeah. Like, and this one's it. not even that bad. Well, this one's pretty low on She the... She's still riding that uh, Saw Old Boy yesterday. Yeah. So. Like, you watch Old Boy and. That uh, was fun watching Old Boy with her. Because, like,. When you get to the part where you, where um the man who held Odoi Odoi so captive for fifteen years, where his plan he hands over the photo album, yeah, like Andrea's head just starts shaking. No, <laughs> I did the same. Like thing she hasn't time she, I watched it. she hasn't said anything yet, but she's yeah. like, oh god, yeah, shaking. I'm just like behind her. Yes, because well, I'll tell you where I was at because I had a very similar reaction. Now that it's warming up, Dan just got up to uh and he. There's a golf towel on the chair that he usually sits in. Now that it's warmed up uh, at night down here, yeah. the cats have started sleeping on my chairs again. Yeah. So I come downstairs and they're covered with cat hair and they lick themselves. So there's like little spit spots on them. So awesome. I have to lay uh, golf towels on my chairs yeah. before I go upstairs. Yeah, I had a similar... I mean, I'm sure everyone that watches it for the first time has the same reaction. Yeah. For me, it was kind of a confirmation because I had a glimmer of it the first time they meet in the... Well, the, well the funny thing that... Well, she the, said the same in thing. The diner. But she's like, oh, but then, no, it said that she had a different address. Right. So she's like, oh, because that's the same thing she thought. And then she's like, oh, it said that. I'm like, that was a really clever small thing to do then. Because yeah. everyone who I know who's seen that film 
same thing. Because you start to wonder right there. Yeah. And then, just yeah. like that, when you're like, oh, was I right? Yeah. Don't be right. Yeah, exactly. Oh, that, that. Fuck. No, 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 I don't want to be right. No, no, I don't. Oh, come on. Yeah. And then it just, it also, for, I for, I'd forgotten since it's been a while since I'd seen it. Like, that twist comes with, like, 20 minutes left in the film. Oh, yeah. There's still some disturbing shit after that. Yeah. It's like the whole, you know, oh, I'm going to cut my own tongue out. Yeah. I'm going to fucking try to be hypnotized and not remembering any of this so I can still be with her. Yeah. Okay. Some weird shit. Yeah. All right. Are you going to follow it up with uh, Josh Brolin? Uh, are you going to follow it up with Thanos and, Thanos and Scarlet Witch? No. No. I have you not. seen that? You I still not. No. no. Because, again, it's one of those where I'm like, I don't feel like I need to. Right. Yeah, it's got keep people I love. Fucking Spike Lee. Yeah. But it's like, I know it can't do it better. I, it's And it's I don't weird. want it done differently. Isn't it weird that I would expect a remake to be made by someone trying to make a name? I, I'm surprised yeah, that like, Spike Lee... Why did Spike get that job? Like, money. you should have known better yeah. than to even try. Why mm. were you doing I think he just wanted, he needed money or something. I, I don't Because right, at, that. Well, right after that, that he, well, right after that, he did, he did a bunch of small self-financed films. Yeah. So I'm wondering if he took oh, he that. Just, he just wanted to pay for, he wanted to pay for his money. He didn't yeah. need any money. Spike Lee didn't need any fucking money. No, I think, yeah, I think he just wanted to have the next, like, three things he did paid for. Because he did a bunch of smaller films after that. Because I, I just find it hard to believe that it was his idea, but. Yeah. Do you think the studio just was, hey, we got the rights to remake this, will you do it? Yeah, we'll, we'll, yeah. we'll give you enough money to make whatever the fuck you want to do after this. Yeah, I feel like that's what it had to be. Because again, like like we've said, you can't improve it. And because I mean, I've seen stuff where I'm like, oh, that was a really great original, but I like what they did different. Like when the um, I let the right one in, yeah, and let me in, yeah. Um, uh, you you changed it to America. You changed a few other things, and I'm like, it's still not as good. I think as the original, but I, I'll rewatch the American one more. I think. Um. But they're both right now, Dan. Four ninety nine. But they're both good. They're both good. This one, I'm like with Opa. I'm like, I don't see why you had to make yeah. remake this. I just don't get it. Sometimes it just doesn't make sense to. Yeah. And this is an example. Like, why? What? What do you think you're gonna do that is going to? I mean, I know it doesn't have to improve it, but what do you think you're yeah. gonna do that's? And honestly, like the audience that knows this film exists yeah. are like, don't. Don't remake it. Right. And the people who don't know about it aren't going to go flock to see it. And they're also, when they do, they're going to be like, what? This. Yeah. Wait, who's fucking his daughter? Yeah. What? Uh, we were talking about Man from Nowhere. Yeah. Yeah. I loved, totally I loved rewatching it again. I liked watching Andrew's responses to it as mm-hmm. we watched it. This, the octopus scene fucked her up too. I don't. Yeah, just something about a man eating an octopus alive while it's still wriggling around. It's weird. Uh, his movies are all over the place, availability wise. Like some of them are always streaming. Some of them are only available to be purchased digitally. And then, like Old Boy is only available in Blu-ray. Like yeah. you cannot buy Old. Um, I, in order to get the other ones, I had to buy like the um, the Arrow UK edition box set. Yeah. Um, and like like JSA is widely available. It's streaming right now yeah. on Tubi. Yeah. Um, Arrow has that on their network. But then like you get Old Boy, which.
which is not available anywhere. You got Handmaiden, which is available on Amazon Prime because it's an Amazon Prime. But not Blu-ray US. Like I, I had to order. You know, is that mine is a UK edition of that too to get that extended cut. Which I still, I mean, it's still it's funny to me that Blu-ray players are still made region locked when yeah, just use your PlayStation. Like it's not. I'm like, why would anyone buy a Blu-ray player? You're, you're taking a, giving someone less reason to buy. It just doesn't make any sense at this point, with especially with how globalized everything. You also watched Snowpiercer. Yes, because she had never or seen that. Yeah, because she had never seen that one in Wonder. And I figure that's a good one to start off. Yeah, the month it's a, with. It's, it's, well, it's a it's a good it's entry level. Yeah. Uh, long. Yeah. Um, and again, it, it still pisses me off how dirty the wine scenes did that film by burying yeah. it. Yeah, I, re- I had read up that it, it was released on three hundred screens. Nice. Because he wouldn't change it, and they wanted him to change it. I read a great little anecdote about um, the fish scene. And he lied to them. <laughs> and he lied to them. He's like, no, my dad's a fisherman. This scene has to be in there. And he's like, yeah. oh, okay, family's important to us. It's like, Big Ted yeah. wasn't a fucking fisherman. He, he says in that little story, he goes, I was fucking lying. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but yeah, I mean. That's, and that, just that, that uh, interview that you're talking about just makes me love Bong more because he just so clearly hated that man from one minute one. Like, I'm only standing you because I have to work. Yep. Uh, you're gross. Yeah. Yep. Which is good. Because uh, especially rewatching it, because Andrew's like, how, how, how is this not a bigger film? I mean, I ended up getting a fucking TV series made out of it on TNT. Yep. Like, that film should have been a couple hundred million dollar summer film. Easily. Yeah. It's, you know, got Everybody, everybody's in that fucking movie. You know, it's got Captain America fucking coming off of the Avengers. It was like the yeah. next thing he filmed right. after the Avengers. People would have gone and seen it just for that. Yeah. Um, That's what took it. So would have had it would have had better special effects than they let it. Because mm. like I, some some of, some of the train stuff on the outside when it's showing like the landscape, it's a little iffy at times, but it's not awful. Like it took. Uh, it, it took Parasite to introduce me to Bong Joon Ho. I was aware of what Snowpiercer was. I think we the first time we ever talked about Snowpiercer, and um, I thought because I had never seen it because I had just like, because it was just buried. I yeah. assumed it was just some. They gave Chris Evans X million dollars, and he went and made this trash movie. Uh, when we were first talking about it, I thought it was a remake of a Bong Joon Ho movie. Hmm. Like. Yeah. We talked. I remember talking yeah. about it with you. I can't remember the, the circum how we got onto it, what the circumstance was, but uh, I wasn't even aware of it until I and and I watched it. <laughs> I had seen it at yeah. that point, and because it had been out for what was it, twenty fourteen or something? Yeah. Um, so I I probably watched it in like well, it it was on Letterbox, so it would have been twenty nineteen or so, and I liked it, and we I think that's when we had the conversation that like I don't know why. I mean, this movie's pretty good. Why yeah. didn't it? And then, of course, Parasite. Yeah. uh, And it kind of... I think it has gotten... I think it, along with all of his other ones, has gotten a resurgence from... uh, Obviously, from the success Definitely definitely some re-examinations of his other work. Um, It's still... All that being said, and this is a compliment, I guess, as much as anything, it's my least favorite. Uh, Well, maybe that and Okja. I kind of have... In there, the, the English, the mostly English language ones are kind of in one corner, and 
then like what I consider to be the masterpieces. Yeah. Uh, yeah. There's three that are like yeah way up, and then the host I think is as good a monster movie there as yeah. there is. I think that was oddly enough. I think that was the first long film I ever saw. Was the host? Yeah. And then I can't remember if I saw that or Snowpiercer first, but I did not realize they were the same person directing them. Yeah, I watched so, them yeah. Both. I uh, I definitely did not know that. Snowpiercer was the first one that I watched, but I didn't know. Yeah. I had no. I didn't know who it was or what. So when did the host come out? I remember seeing the, the host, host like, like two thousand. Mother's 2010. It was before Mother, right? Host was 2006. So yeah, I remember seeing it probably when it came out here, which probably would have been on video in like 2008 or something, right? Because again, it was just like, oh, here's a really cool like foreign horror film. Yeah. <laughs> and the uh, surprise, surprise, another Korean movie where the driving force is a young girl that gets kidnapped. Yep. But instead of by uh, efficient uh, drug slash organ stealers, uh, by a big fish monster. So, it came out, the host, it came out in film festivals, like the New York Film Festival and the Chicago Film Festival, like September, October 2006. Right. Got a limited release in March of 2007, and then came out out in March 30th of 2007. So yeah, it would have definitely been 2008 before I saw it again. Before it would have been... Wow, it didn't premiere on DVD in South Korea until 2008. Wow. <laughs> I'm still hoping for it next I think I, I, would, I would put Money that mother will be next. I mean, after Lynch. But yeah, I'm. I feel look, like because mother's one that's hard to get right now. Like, yeah, on, in physical media. Yeah. Um, I like Okja, but I'd rather have mother. Yeah, I would too. Um, yeah, so that's what we watched. Do you want to uh, more? Do you have? Do you know what you're gonna watch next? Yep. So it will be more, which more coordinate what? Uh, yeah. Uh, I, we we I, did both watch Man from Nowhere. I would definitely take some suggestions for this week's movie. I started watching Beast Falling Into Trouble. I want to watch about four minutes of it. Uh, that one's available all over the place. That would be a first watch for me. Uh, I mean, I'm rewatching Mother. If you want to watch Mother. the other one i i want to i'm def i'm burning is something that i have yes kept, that i have kept that i still ha i have that still i still have the dvd and it's, it's sitting on top of my stack this month so burning yes um that's one that i keep intending to watch with robin and i want to watch it like all at once so it's one of those ones that has just been it's been sitting on my watch list for over a year and that one's also widely available even if you don't own it it's on netflix all the time i think it's on Amazon Prime right now. Yeah. Um, so it's easy to find. Um, it's just actually sitting down to watch it. Uh, that and there's also there's another one that I've 
similarly had on my list for a long time. It's that is, I think it's a, a Netflix original, so it's not going anywhere. Um, called Forgotten. Familiar with that? Nope. It's on the June in the Park 22 list. I know I want to. I've got a bunch of Madong films because I want to watch. I want to watch the along along with along the gods or along with the gods. It's uh, totally worth watching because yeah. it's a different. It's different from anything else we've watched Korea wise. Um, I was a little disappointed with it, um, but yeah, he's in it. Uh, the other one is he in Believer? No. I don't think he is. Though he's in Unstoppable. That one's widely yeah. available. Yeah, that's another uh, one that was on my list. I have been meaning to. You'll really like Villainous. You'll really like New World. Villainous is another one that's on my list, yeah. Um, my dong? <laughs> I don't know. I don't see a single dong. I don't know where my dong is. Where's my, um, my dong? Memoir of a Murderer is one that I have not seen yet. It's pretty highly rated that I think is the sort of thing you will like. Right. It's about a... It's in the June of the Park list. Um, actually, just go to the June of the Park list and clone it. Okay. And then it'll be one of your lists. Or if you... I usually just like them and then I have a... I'll yeah. just follow them that way. But um, Memoir of a Murderer is about a serial killer with That's Alzheimer's. Oh. With Alzheimer's. Oh. I know I'm done, Dan. It gets, it gets weirder. A serial killer with Alzheimer's, and the whole movie is about him and his his daughter is dating a guy that he suspects is also a serial killer. So it's serial killer with Alzheimer's, uh, and uh, thinks her his daughter's boyfriend is serial. So there's that. There's one called Forgotten that I, is the one I mentioned earlier that's on Netflix. Um, it's about a brother that gets kidnapped or something, and then he comes back and he's different. So it's one of those sort of things. Like, did he come back and is it actually my brother? Sort of thing. Yeah. Um, so there's some options. Yeah. Uh, good options. Um, I know I'm going to end up watching I Saw the Devil because Andrea wants to see that one. Walter. She's, I was gonna say, like, if there's if there's one that you can watch along with Old Boy that'll that will leave her shaking her head, watch I Saw the Devil. Yep, because I watched the trailer for it. She's like, "Oh, that looks interesting." I'm like, "Oh, yes. it certainly is interesting." Yep. It's the first time I've ever gone. You know, maybe ease up on the serial killer. <laughs> Why don't you go easy on the guy a little bit? You're going overboard. Yeah, yeah. I think you've proved your point. Yeah, he's got it. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, it's definitely that. That's what I. Probably not during the week because I don't think that's when to send her back to the hospital on. Right, like, right, like, hey, yeah. Why don't we stay up late watching this? Have fun at work tomorrow. Yeah, like so that'll probably be a next weekend. One. It is awesome though. It is it awesome. Really is. Um. Yeah, sounds good. Anything else? No. All right. We'll uh, talk more about those. But then you've got the week after that is uh, you start your Chattanooga watches on the 18th. No, I think or it's the it? 23rd through the 26th. I think is when that fest is. So yeah, like, and we get out of school. We're we're not in school the twentieth, and we right. have whatever whatever they're expecting us to do on the twenty first. Can't imagine much. I know Tina doesn't. She's trying to plan something that we're, we're just all online for. So we can zoom in for type. Of I thing. can do that. Yeah, I actually might come in on the seventeenth because I want some field day and stuff. Yeah, 
see them off. Some of them I'll never, I will fucking never say, see you, again. You, you can always uh, chaperone the fucking eighth grade field trip to Peak Skenny with me. Yeah, I'm all set with that. <laughs> all set. I plan on essentially letting them murder to themselves if they yeah. want to on that day. Hey, we're going to come over here, go over here and commit murder. Have fun. Yep. We, bus leaves it too. <laughs> <laughs> just make, I don't give a shit what you do, just make sure you're back in this goddamn parking lot. Too. I know I got I to gotta drive up one of the vans. Nice. So, because we can't use one of, we can't use the buses. So we've got to take like the vans and shit. So I, I've I've been roping the driver, which is fine. Because again, taking a book. Yep. You guys leave me alone. Yep. I'll be I over mean, here. I try don't to care. Do, try to do everything except murder. Yep. yep. All right. We'll be back next week then. Bye.